Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Product man. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two of Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Then now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Now, my understanding is you can go uh, to Walmart. There's other great places you can go. My understanding is uh, that your calculator blew up trying to keep calculating on either how many are on scholarship (laughs) or how many are in the transfer portal or how many might be coming in from the transfer portal. I understand you you blew your, uh, your calculator. So I wanted to let you know, they've got some great deals at Walmart where you can get a replacement. Yeah. I got a TI-85, and they still make Yeah, those. yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been a lot to keep up with. We kept a running timeline. I mean, just today, uh, you've had, obviously, Arkansas landed um, Miguel Mitchell, uh, and then uh, the safety uh, out of Florida transfer. I think he'll, he'll be a guy, I think, that'll provide some quality depth. I don't know if... If he'll be a starter here, but I think he'll provide some quality depth. And he's a guy I visited last weekend. And then Ladarius Bishop, who I wasn't even counting on the Arkansas roster because he's already played six years, he entered the transfer portal this morning. So For a seventh year? He he would have to petition for a seventh year, a medical oh hardship, gosh. yes. I mean, I mean and... Technic- and, you know, this is a rule that they changed a few years ago. It used to be you could not have ever redshirted to get the, the medical. Uh, but now that they changed it uh, a few years ago, I think Kevin Richardson was the first guy at Arkansas to utilize that and get that extra year. But with the COVID year, it now turns that into a seventh year. There at least one other player in Division One that's getting a seventh year this year. So, yeah, the Ladarius Bishop, class of 2018, <laughs> guys, is wow. a oh Arkansas. I wasn't even including him on the roster. Foster, just because I, mean, I didn't think and, you, you were. Know, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I wouldn't include him either. And you know, with with Bishop, I mean, the guy's had a rough go at it. I mean, he has been really, I mean, injured what last two and a half years mm-hmm. or more, more than that. Right. I mean, even the year he started, I mean, he was a starter for Arkansas. He got uh, hurt you know. in his freshman year, if I remember correctly, Trey. He he's he's battled him for sure. Yeah. So. Um, but I wasn't even counting him. That, to me, gives Arkansas uh, 89 or 82 scholarship players. <laughs> 89 or 82. <laughs> it's either 89 or 82. So my 89 count, again, is based on anybody that has eligibility to return who has not said that they're leaving. That's what my count is on. And the other count is on Sam Pittman saying 78 was the number Um you know, back at his last press conference, and then the addition and subtraction that's happened from that number since that point. So I'm keeping up with two numbers um, on scholarship distribution. Sam Pittman's number is the one that's right, which I believe would be 82, which would give them three more st- spots remaining. There's still the possibility of some other guys here and there um, that uh, it might be kind of trying to work behind the scenes, as we know, that they've got until the 22nd. But then there's also the possibility of players um, – you know, joining in that late period as well. Jeez. So what are you going, what are you going to do when it comes to the second transfer portal? Do you blow everything up and start all <laughs> well, over again? 
you could you, I mean who knows how things will shake out then because you know you could have a guy that doesn't like his position coach you know or uh, somebody who thought they were going to be a certain spot on the depth chart that realized they weren't going to be on that spot in the depth chart and enter the portal so you don't know exactly at that point what you're looking at but as you're if you're a coach you could probably look at it during spring football and figure out you know okay we could lose this guy or this guy last year in the second window the only guy that they lost my memory serves uh, was Landon Rogers, the wide receiver, uh, former quarterback out of Parkview. He was the only guy, I believe, in that last transfer portal window uh, that did that. Also, I don't know, did we talk about Bryce Stevens coming back yesterday? Yes, yes, I we mean, did. my head's spinning. Yes. Today is Friday, right? <laughs> yeah, so. Um, but they also you know, got a walk-on commitment today. Timothy Dawn uh, has committed to Arkansas. He's an offensive lineman who was at Baylor. He's a walk-on um, so out of Camden, Camden, Arkansas. So he's coming back to his home state. Hmm. All right, let's talk with uh, Steve. Steve, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, Trey. Yes. Uh, don't talk about how physical this team is next year because this team was not physical. Which one, basketball or football? If you go both uh, football. Well, that doesn't mean they won't be next year, but they weren't enough this yeah. year. No, I agree. They, I mean, uh, especially on offense. Now, defense was a lot better than they were last year. The, the defense, year the last. defense, I was fine with them, but the offense, uh, I don't know what happened to them. Yeah, I think there was a little bit of letting go of the rope with the defense those last few games of the season, mm-hmm. as you know the season was kind of spiraling out of control, and uh, obviously I, you know, probably would have started that Auburn game. But there was probably you know there was a good three quarters of the season where the defense was you know markedly improved over the year before, and then you know obviously didn't finish that way, which was disappointing. But I, I mean, that's okay. that's they held on to the rope for a long time. Thank as, you, Steve. You know, in spite of the offense struggling so much. Um, but you know, it wasn't just physicality is obviously part of it. You know, you 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 got to be. It's a it's a physical game. Uh, I'm not saying anything people don't know, but there was a lot of technique issues. There was a lot of confusion. Uh, the offense just didn't work right for for KJ. Uh, Rocket Sanders was beat up the whole year, and you know, almost seemed unwilling at times to to get in there. Um, you know, when maybe he maybe he could have battled through it. I don't know. I, I hate to say that about anybody because I know how injuries work in football. Uh, but there did seem like there were times where he could have gone in. And then, you know, the offensive line just was just not just not good. I mean, that's it just wasn't good. No, I mean, we can talk about every every aspect of why they weren't good. And you know, they've done some good work in getting three guys out of the portal. Um, obviously. It stinks with losing Lewis to Nebraska, uh, where he didn't even visit. But uh, you know, I guess has a younger brother there. Uh, but that one, you know, kind of caught you off guard. And then losing Mazuka also. And uh, I still think they need to add another offensive lineman if they can get one. I just don't know right now who that would be. Although Danny tells me that there's still a couple of irons in the fire. Trey, what about linebacker? I, I mean, we talk yeah. a lot about it, but. Uh... I know one hole has been filled, uh, but what about other prospects at linebacker? Yeah, it's again, we'll have to kind of see what develops. Maybe something could this weekend. Uh, like we said, we had until the 22nd, but as of right now, I wouldn't say that there's a guy that just jumps out to you as like this is the guy that they would take. Again, they could still end up adding linebackers in the late period. Um you know they've added some really good players in the past in the late uh, in the late signing, uh, or excuse me, in the late portal window, and so I, I, I kind of look towards that a little bit. And I'm not saying they're wrapping up because I do know that there's a couple of names out there that maybe they don't necessarily want out right now. Hmm. Well, there's definitely I think a need. Now I would think with this. Oh, there's a need, Randy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I would I would think as you get now to looking at the corners, nickels, safeties, you know, yada, yada, yada. Is this not, do you think it's now not in good shape with his latest addition? Yeah, I think they, I think they're the numbers are right. Actually, I, I've got them at 20 defensive backs right now, so I think they're a little over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I would think that you probably need to see a little bit of turnover some kind of way uh, at that spot uh, in, in the secondary. But uh, let's see, I've got them at, so just to run down it real quick, Randy, I've got them at four quarterbacks, good, four running backs, good, 12 wide receivers, that's a couple too many wide receivers. Uh, I would like to see some kind of turnover there. And this thing, in the portal age, you can build the perfect roster now. It used to be in the past, like, oh, we're a little short here, we're a little short there. But in the portal age, you can build the roster right. And I've said before, yes, 12 wide receivers, that may sound fine to somebody, but where are you pulling from? Because somewhere else is going to be deficient if you have 12 wide receivers. Six tight ends, that's a little too much. Um, haven't heard anything yet on Francis Sherman. I think that he's probably, uh, probably going to call it. But he hasn't yet. Uh, 17 offensive linemen, the number's right there. But we want to see them add one or two offensive linemen, right? So maybe there's some movement that ends up happening there. Uh, defensive end, eight's a good number. Defensive tackle, six is a little low. And that's including Marcus Miller, who I think is another guy to keep your eye on. And, you know, J.J. Hollingsworth would be another guy that really hasn't contributed just yet in through two years of his career and probably about 25 pounds light. To me, I've said this before, your number five defensive tackle should be a ready-to-go player. He should be a guy that you can say, okay, put him in. He's ready. And right now, I don't think that they have that, a defensive tackle, especially, you know, you, you take those two guys out, then you're down to four. Well, that's not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so maybe maybe the solution is you look at moving a guy like Caleb James. Maybe he moves inside. He played at 276 last year as a true freshman, 6'4", 276. So uh, he looked like a guy frame-wise that could handle a little bit more weight. And maybe you look at linebacker, you make, maybe move it Carson Dean down a level. So there's still some room to shift some guys around. We see it every year. It's going to happen at some position. I can't accurately predict everybody where everybody's going to go. And linebacker, guys, the numbers are right there. They're eight linebackers. That's, that's you know, the way I look at it, you want somewhere between seven or eight defensive ends, defensive tackles, and linebackers. Really eight at two spots and seven at another, and that gets you about to where you want to be, depending on what kind of defense you like to play. But eight linebackers, it's just that, you know, Xavier Sori is your, your veteran there. You've got Caden Henley, who hasn't played, uh, he hasn't played at all yet this, uh, in his career, and you've got three freshmen coming in. You're young at linebacker. Uh, I know they like Brad Spence and Alex Sanford, but they're young there. Would like to see them add another veteran. It may may cause them to have to have a little bit of turnover at that spot. Um, you know, even though you've had four guys that, that transferred out. And then cornerback, I've got them at ten scholarship players. 10 and that's a lot of corners and 10 safeties now so that's 20 that to me is yeah that's to me is two over <laughs> what they need that's a lot wow that's, yeah but again there are there are i've got them at 89 Pittman has them at 82 so there's guys that are coming off this list these numbers aren't accurate in that sense. This number just reflects guys that have eligibility remaining who have not said, I'm leaving. That's what this list reflects. So that's that's what we can go on right now. I guess what is baffling to me, now this is me, is I thought Sam Pittman went through the entire roster through exit interviews Mm-hmm. I would have only believed, that's me, that he got a decision. And maybe yes. if he didn't get a decision that exact moment, but the player knew the meeting was coming. He knew what was probably going to be asked of him. Are you coming? Or are you going? Are you staying? Are you leaving? However you want to say it. Uh, particularly you could with also these... say you should go, or you should say. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, though, Trey... This has been back, what, January Yes. when all this occurred. So here yeah. we are, uh, early part of January. Now we're all the way now to, or did this happen in December? Because December. Arkansas, yeah, December. Yeah. Because Arkansas wasn't playing in the bowl game. So this was done back in December. Yeah. How? Done it why pretty soon it? after. Yep. So he has to know he it's just know. a matter now. His number's 82. Yeah, it's just a matter now of who's going to step up and say, okay, yeah. I'm gone or I'm staying. I did not get the opportunity, Randy, to have exit interviews with everyone. So my number's 89 still. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, Trey, I'm gone. Oh, got it, Trey. Oh. I know. 
Yeah. You're, uh, I've reached out to Sports Information. I said, could I have my own private interview? Yeah. All, all 85 scholarships. And you're still waiting, right? Yeah, still waiting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dennis, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, Randy. Uh, first of all, I think this is how the people in Green Bay feel all the time. <laughs> Frozen? The frozen yeah, tundra of Central Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. Guess you're playing in I Dallas this weekend. About uh, there's a off guard from Wisconsin who entered the transfer portal. His name is Nolan Rucci, and I'm just wondering if Sam has reached out to this kid because he's six six five five twenty no three three twenty three. <laughs> and he's a former five star. <laughs> Dennis, you haven't been outside, have you, in the cold, have you? Yeah, no. And he corrected it. So, Thank you, you Dennis. Anything about this guy, Trey? I have not heard. I'm looking him up right now. Former five-star. I see that he's enter- he entered the transfer portal. It was a January 4th entrance, so he's been in there for eight days. Yeah, I mean... He's a big dude. I don't. I don't know where he's. Let's see. He's from Pennsylvania. I see something about Penn State interest. But yeah, he was a, a former five-star recruit, six-eight, big dude. I mean, I would. I would reach out to this guy, obviously. <laughs> uh, so maybe something's happening there. But um, well, I sent the note that you want to have an exit interview with him uh, from the recruiting department. Yes. Yeah. See if that works. <laughs> we don't even have him on campus. Let's talk to Jonathan. Jonathan, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I do uh, Trey, big fan. Listen to the to the podcast. Double R, love the show. Feel Thank like you, I'm buddy. talking to folks that are famous. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Quick, quick question, uh, Trey. We go through the numbers all the time. They really have to get scholarships because we've got Minifield on the basketball team without a scholarship, and he's sure enough playing. Do you think mm-hmm. the future is, you know, pad him with a little NIL money on the side and go over the number, or what's your take on that? I'll hang up. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that I have intimate knowledge of what Arkansas is doing with the trans with the NIL stuff because that's everybody's own private business right now. Hmm. You can't reach into that. But from what I've heard from stuff around the country, yeah, there's a nice little loophole to get uh, walk-ons on scholarship. Or actually on NIL, not on scholarship. Well, on that, NIL. Let's let's call it a let's call it a black market scholarship. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, I'm not saying that's what's going on with Minifield, but yes, there's. I mean, why wouldn't you be? Why wouldn't you do that? I mean, we wondered any, about you, that. You can get them money any way you want, right? You can get them a scholarship, or you can get them an NIL deal, right? Uh, As you know, there's stuff like that going on out there, right? That's. So that maybe that's how Arkansas is over the limit. They're at eighty nine. Maybe they've done that. Yeah, maybe they're good. <laughs> You're going on NIL scholarship. <laughs> All right, Trey. The um, I guess you can say breaking news: Washington's coach has accepted the head coaching yeah. position at the wow. University of Alabama. Rick was giving some numbers. Did you? Did I add correctly? Is that like twenty eight? Of the Alabama roster has already either jumped in the portal or has declared right? for the draft. Yeah, nineteen right. transfer portal and nine to the NFL draft. Man, I, I think they're going to be okay. <laughs> I think they're going to come out okay on it. Uh, I'll tell you what, it stinks, doesn't it? Like you, you just hope that like they would endure a little humility and. <laughs> and uh, and whiff on some guys and have some guys say, hey, I don't want that job, you know, and, you know, stuff like that because it's following Nick Saban. But uh, this guy doesn't strike me as somebody that's concerned about anything that's happened in the past. And just, I mean, the guy, his resume is pretty impressive. Yeah. And I think it's a great hire by Alabama, and it stinks. <laughs> but uh, I think he'll probably do well there. But that's a huge chunk 
that has already jumped into the transfer portal. They had a decommitment. Yeah. Alabama had a decommitment, I think, of a five-star yeah. wide receiver already. Yeah. Um, which Man, says I what I got to think though too, guys. Like, you know, we're on the back end of the transfer portal here, and there are schools that wanted somebody and didn't get them, and still have holes to fill. And then you got to think if you're a guy like a player at Alabama who, you know, most likely is a stud, your value I would think would be even higher now for the schools that are like we got to do something at this spot or that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think it makes a lot of sense financially to, uh, you know, be because most of the top people have, have gone somewhere. So I think it makes a lot of sense financially for them to have this rare window where they can jump in. And I mean, their dominoes falling. So Washington, Washington's there now, right? They get a 30 day window, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. They lost yeah, their I coach. Yes, they do. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it doesn't. To me, it makes sense to jump into the portal, and if you're a really good player, and see what you can get. But doesn't it make sense? On the other hand, Trey, if Arkansas still has some holes to fill themselves, why are you not jumping all over? I know they've you been. To, you have to. Yeah. I mean, Arkansas's got two visits that they can bring in players, which is a number that it's. I was talking to Danny about that today. They've got to change the 56. The 56 official visit rule was based before transfer portal. You know, it was based before you saw this massive roster turnover. They need to they need to tack on about 20 visits to this thing, uh, to be honest, if they're going to keep doing things the way that they're doing. But Arkansas has got two visits left to bring players in. And now it resets in March. So it'll reset when the next period opens. But that's where they are at right now. But do one of those Zooms where you walk around campus if you're wanting to sure. show them to campus. I mean, you may not no, have them not. there physically, but you at least can uh, give them the grand tour and everything else by way of Zoom. Get creative. All right, Trey, have a great weekend. We will talk with you on Monday. Bye, guys. That is Trey Biddy of hogsports.com. Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the zone presented by the Wooder Rock Athletic Club. Join the Wooder Rock Athletic Club and save 30% off joining fees with no monthly contract. LRAC.com. It's the Marine Expo, Arkansas's premier boat show, January 19th through the 21st at the State House Convention Center. Wake and surf boats, bass boats, party barges, and the lowest prices of the year. Hey, it's Brooke here, and at Chris Crane Hyundai, we've got a huge selection of pre-loved vehicles like never before. Late models loaded with new technology? Check. Payments to fit any budget? Check. Silverado, Civic, Broncos, and more? Check, check, check. Thanks that love to say yes? You know it. Our pre-loved inventory has never been better than now. Come visit your friends at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway and online at chriscranehyundai.com. It's Justin Acre for Serta Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Serta Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Serta Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Serta Pro. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 103.7 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with Southern.com. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home... Your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Steve Fisher in Stuttgart, or Jay Vandover in Little Rock. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months. And River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. 
Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. It's the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oakland January 26th to the 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Featuring rattlesnake handling, a raptor display, chainsaw carving, tree stands, monster trucks, ATVs, UTVs, camo, and more. Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer is a proud sponsor of the big game. Since 1957, Guadney has had its own winning team. And with brand new team member Devo Davis, they can't lose. I'm proud to know I have the support of my personal hometown dealership, Guadney Chevrolet. Trading with Guadney is a slam dunk. Guadney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 982-2102. GuadneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. Go Guadney or go home. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. We should be joined here in a moment by Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks to Martin with the Peaks. Had, hadn't seen or heard from Bart, but we do believe he's on his way or did we not wear him out yesterday? Uh, I, maybe that was the case, Rick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he left out here with his tongue hanging out and he's thinking, man, boy, what a mistake I made. Um, back to normal. <clears throat> I guess you can say back to normal. <laughs> and that is the Riverfront Steakhouse, the dinner for two. They received the shipment in of the 10-ounce fillets. I hope you took advantage last night because Frank went above and beyond uh, by giving not one but two six-ounce. But uh, they're back to the... Uh, 10 ounce. It made it safely. It's ready to roll for tonight. In fact, for this weekend. Um, and that includes the river uh, Riverfront Salad Bar for two. For two. And uh, for someone like me, I make sure I have enough for two when I go through uh, the largest salad bar in North America. Because I love the baby shrimp. And I love all the extras, whether it's the onions, the jalapenos, the tomatoes, the baby tomatoes, and I could go on and on. I mean, that, that is as complete of a salad bar as you'll find. And right now, I can't eat the potato salad and some other things that I love. I'm going to have to leave those alone. But they've got the uh, salad bar for two, the entree, which is the 10-ounce filet, and... Four of the world-famous Double F Fried Shrimp. Then you get two sides. And if you can't find two sides among all that they have to offer, then you're not looking. And um, because the hibachi fried rice, i got to say, I have slowly been won over with chicken. uh, Because I still believe baked potato is the way to go with the filet. But there are so many options. And that's what makes it so good at the Riverfront Steakhouse because you're going to share. In other words, I could give you half of my fried rice and you could give me half of your mashed potatoes or half of your baked potato. That's the beautiful thing. You can share two side items and then it's on to the main meal, which is that delicious filet and the four famous fried shrimp. Make your reservation now, 371-9000, Ask for Shapur, tell them I sent you, and you will be so, so happy. Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. Rick, I'm going to push this button. Oh, I hear him there. Hold on. You hear me, boss? Oh, man, he, he is, he is <laughs> ready. We wore you out yesterday. He's recovered. He's ready to roll. Mm. Mm. Yes. 
it's, it's time it's, uh, for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village. Staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. Here's Bart as he shuffles all of his papers to get his brain in order. Yep. Can you hear that? Yes, I could. Yes, we could. Okay. There is a big night of high school basketball. So we're going to focus on Arkansas and Florida, but there is a lot going on with high school basketball in particular because... As it is with non-conference play in football, you get to conference. Same thing with non-conference play in basketball. Now you're into conference play. Who are some of the great matchups to look forward to tonight? Boy, and, and right on the head, man. We have already hit the time. Once January hits, where we are locked and loaded with some of the toughest games out there. So let's start. I'll tell you what, Randy, what, what, where do you want to start? Loading I, you, your classifications? You have got it in the well, palm of your hands. All right. So the big matchup, boys and girls side, Greenwood versus Harrison. That's the 5A North. Emerson versus Friendship. Bay versus Buffalo Island Central. These are big battles on the lower classifications that should be extremely high scoring. Wins at Forest City. Palestine Wheatley at McCrory. And Mount Ida is at Union Christian Academy, just to name a few. Hey, Bart, let's back up just a little bit earlier in the week. There was a showdown we didn't even talk about, Benton versus Pine Bluff. And if we just go back a mere 12 months ago, Benton had a great non-conference. They get into conference, and they struggle. This time... The difference is Terion Burgess carried his team 25 points, 10 or 11 rebounds. I forget all the numbers he put up, but huge win for an excellent Pine Bluff team. Pine Bluff team, I'm not sure you don't say led by Courtney Crutchfield, but when you look at what he accomplished in the King Cotton Classic, which seemed like he averaged almost 30 points a game, that is a huge, yes, sir. huge victory for the Benton Panthers, big, big, because I still maintain Pine Bluff, and I don't, I don't know what you thought, Randy, but after losing quite a few stars and winning a state championship, where the Five A South had two representatives in the state finals, Lake Hamilton, Benton comes out, but Pine Bluff has looked extremely well because of mm-hmm. Courtney Crutchfield, but the supporting cast and Coach Dixon has done an excellent job over there, but Harrison Pickett. And L.M. Shelby, I can't state what those players, uh, Harrison coming over from Parkview and L.M. coming over from Bryant, has just given them just enough extra on the perimeter to open things up for Terrion where you can't put four and three and four defenders on him in the half-court set. So it's exciting to see, and it was a really good battle. And listen, there's more to come in this because I'm telling you, Lake Hamilton is still really good with Florida Atlantic signee Ty Robinson. They did not see a ton of drop either after losing uh, uh, Zane Pennington to Arkansas Tech last year. So when you look at what is now the 6A, 7A in football, but 6A in basketball. Who is the king of the mountain right now? Well, that was a big. It was a big win by Bryant over Little Rock Central. And what's mm-hmm. unique about Bryant is they they have the two losses, but they're not to in-state opponents. So certainly those are out-of-state teams. It's hard to say, Randy. I, you know, we don't like to say this quite this early, but certainly Bryant gets an edge right there because of the win at Little Rock Central. But Little Rock Central has certainly proven that they can beat top-tier teams because they still hold the big win over Springdale. That's already happened. So I'm still sticking to my original. I think Central is the best team. However, Bryant already has an edge, and I think Springdale is right there. And Fayetteville looks extremely well-balanced as well. And you can't go without giving North Little Rock some credit. 
Randy, they look really good. Coach Fimple's got the no more team in the state and the girls' side, but the boys' side looks really solid as well. So I think it's really balanced kind of between those teams. You know, Bart, we sometimes we look, we don't always respect uh, necessarily what these high school teams are doing uh, in their non-conference. Coach Brian Ross at Little Rock Central, mm. I think you could argue, Bart, played as an aggressive non-conference slate. And that included the King mm. Cotton. He went over to Memphis. He's gone to Tampa, Florida. I mean, if, if Central yeah. is not tested by now, they're not going to be tested at all. Uh, that's right. I really think, Randy, at King Cotton, they hit the wall a little bit because they had played so many great teams. They almost looked really, really fatigued. And Coach Ross got some substitution in because they had that trip to Tampa coming up. But they are battle-tested for sure. And I really think that's why Little Rock, Little Rock Christian, a lot of people thought equal talent, J.J. Andrews, who's going to – it really was Central's – experience in battling those top-tier teams that really gave them the edge because they do it night in and night out. It's like almost playing a what we used to think of an AAU, showcase basketball uh, type of schedule, the way that uh, Central lined them up and, and played them. Uh, yep. Not all in one weekend, obviously, sometimes, as you do in a showcase tournament, but nevertheless, they still face uh, that caliber of competition. Uh, on the um, absolutely on the ladies side, you you mentioned North Little Rock uh, being obviously Conway. They have built up all kinds of credibility of what they've accomplished over the last couple of years. Uh, North Little Rock under Coach Daryl Fimple, they've been good for so many years. Um, is Greenwood are they playing uh, at the five A? Are they playing at the six A level? Well, they're at the they're at the six day, and but they're still loaded. They're extremely good. In fact, I, I I had a chance to watch Felonia and Greenwood, who a lot of people consider those kind of top tier teams overall, but certainly the two top teams in five A battle it out. But Greenwood did lose quite a few weapons uh, from last year, but they're still a five A state championship contender to be sure. What about Farmington? Farmington loses a ton, but they are really good. In fact, I'm more impressed with them, Randy, based on losing Jenna Lawrence, how they bounce back. But that's certainly a top-10 team as well. I think this year what you have with having Chloe Clardy from Conway, Jenna Lawrence, and a lot of those players have moved on. There's still a lot of talent, but there's a little bit more balance. And I mm. think night in, night out, anyone Except for Coach Fimple, I think he's really got a leg up on on everybody else. But there's a ton of balance. Central's got a really good team. Bryant's on the girls' side is looking good after their uh, coaching change this year. So, and the five A is loaded up. Uh, in particular, Lake Hamilton and Sheridan are two quality basketball teams on the girls' side at the five A that I think could play with anybody in the state. So certainly, it's uh, it's a it's a great year on the girls' side as well. I have. Uh... Uh, I, 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 I was just heartbroken when I read this that we found out that Lily Reed is actually human. She is human. She, she actually had an off-shooting night the other night. She had an off-shooting night, and the, the bad thing is she hit her first one. And really, this was such a huge game because if they win this one, they're really set up to play Lake Hamilton in a rematch for a potential conference title. But she had four in and outs, and it was end up in a row, and it really ended up being one of those nights where she said she just couldn't buy a basket. So she ended up with 16 and 11 rebounds and, and four steals. But still, she missed a couple of really big ones. It's keeping her up at night. <laughs> I wonder if it's keeping Dad up at night. Uh, that's really what I wanted to say, because it's keeping me up. She's sleeping fine. Hey, Lily, let's go out and shoot some baskets out here in the frigid <laughs> weather. Hang tight, Mark. we got to step aside for a moment. Yes, sir. Drive Time Sports will continue. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big O' Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. 
Right now at Fort Thompson's, Grand Refuse 3.0 Waiter, $239.99. Avery Breathable WC Waiter, $239.99. Federal Blue Box 12-Gaze 3-Inch Number 2s, $149.99. Fort Thompson's in Sherwood. <laughs> Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. This is an important message from Entergy. We're working to restore service to all of our customers affected by this latest storm. Please keep your distance from downed or dangling power lines and use caution when cleaning debris. Downed lines can be hidden and deadly. For more safety information, download the free Entergy app or go to EntergyStormCenter.com. That's EntergyStormCenter.com. Thank you. Court TV's Chanley Painter checks in with Morning Mayhem, courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery of Hot Springs. The former Miss Arkansas will fill us in on the latest high-profile cases. Don't miss Chanley Painter with Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Buzz. Impressive, powerful, aerodynamic, thrilling, and unforgettable. All words to describe Saracen's January giveaway vehicle, Nissan's exciting 400Z. Play at Saracen all this month for your chance to win an incredible Z car from Welch Nissan. Winning is as easy as simply playing Saracen's games. Take the short 40-minute ride down the Saracen Casino Resort. It's Little Rock's closest place to play, and it's the only place in Arkansas to win a fabulous Z car. Saracen Casino Resort. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. At Guatney Chevrolet, they have some unbeatable trade-in deals now. In fact, picture yourself in a comfortable and stylish 2024 Chevrolet Equinox. Now, for a limited time, you can get it for just $23.99 when you trade in a qualifying vehicle. Maybe a 2024 brand new Chevrolet Silverado. This dream truck can be yours for under $48,000 with your qualifying trade in and the savings continue how about get massive savings on the 2023 suburban yours for as low as fifty-eight thousand dollars they also have the 2021 chevy tahoe for as low as 54.99 so head out to guatney chevrolet and cash in on these great deals and it is easy, I must say, easy to find because you're talking the heart of Jacksonville. It's better known as the Gregory Exit right off of 167. 67, look for that humongous American flag. Or you can go online at guatneychevrolet.com to learn more. Chevrolet, let's drive together. And speaking of together, we have got the 
man himself. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweat, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village, staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. Here's Bart. All right, Bart, here's a question for you by way of the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Bart, is Tyrion good enough at this time to be giving the Hogs plus minutes? And do you get a gut feeling about the Hogs' chances? Seems right now we need this young fella. Yeah, I think we do need this young fellow. (laughs) Believe it or not, absolutely he is. Defensively, he's such an elite-level rim protector, but I would say something that's going to surprise everybody. His jump shot right now is as consistent as you will find on a college level, certainly for that mid-range catch-and-shoot and even extended past the three-point line. I think we need his shooting more than anything and his ability to finish. Uh, the recipe for getting back on track for this Arkansas Razorback teams, the talent that beat Purdue and beat Duke is still there. It's just not taking shape right now. We really, really need to get in a position, I think, defensively, where we need to do some different things on the ball screen. Right? I don't know, did you see it again, that Georgia set those late ball screens where we try to fight over drop and it puts us in such a bad position i think if we can adjust that and start getting production from devo davis and get a little bit lucky in terms of lucky on the road hitting shots and eliminate the turnovers you're a couple of wins from being right back on track so is terry on i mean is he a college physically capable player right now well he so that's a great question. I, I think in regards to what he is. So, like, Bayfall is a slight guy. Terion is very slight as well. Terion is bigger in the legs, almost reminds me of a Kalel Ware, because a lot of people say Kalel was really thin, but he was strong at, at his base. Fall has to bang inside because he doesn't have the skill. Terion has the skill, which enables him to not necessarily have to mix it up inside. And he can kind of start outside and work in versus being a traditional post and starting post and working its way out. Well, the thing I think of is you know, being shoved out, not being able to hold your own. Uh, hold your own. And then the other part, yep. Bart, is finishing. If you're able to get to the rim and you're, there's going to be contact, are you going to be physical, physical enough, strong enough that you can take the contact and then finish at the rim? Well, he's sport-specific as strong as you will find, but what he has that no one has up there right now is the ability to – well, Brazil has it some, but I think even Terion's a little different. Terion can absolutely fly. And so I think his ability to finish is leaving early and really dictating that contact line versus waiting and getting hit with it. That doesn't mean he's not going to get bumped and have issues. NBA Ignite's not looking at him as a professional route player if they don't think he can finish through contact. Hmm. Okay. All right, this from uh, the Gangster Museum of America Live Feed Feedback. Big Keith says, I thought our offensive game plan was fine against Georgia. We had nine wide-open threes made one of them. I want to see us attack the rim more and keep shooting the threes. Devo and Mark are much more effective when they attack the rim as opposed to pulling up from mid-range. And certainly we wore out the mid-range misses, the numbers, yesterday. And uh, there is a little validity to that until they can start hitting the mid-range jumper. If they don't get to the rim, I guess the only other option is to, ooh, I hate to say it, keep launching those threes but you hope they start making more than what they did against Georgia. Yes, and I sound like a broken record. We need to play faster and push up our shot volume, and I keep saying that, so let me be exact with it. This Florida matchup is really two teams that are statistically identical. 46%, 46%, 
field goal percentage, 33, three-point line shooting, 33, defensive uh, efficiency, 76%. These are carbon copy teams. The only thing that's going to separate you is getting more shot attempts or hitting more shots. I would not bank on that on the road. Florida's a tough place to play. We need to play faster, get out in fast breaks. And that's right, take more attacks to the rim, but still take the threes. We just need to push up our shot attempts and get about 15 more shots per game. And I think things turn turn around in a hurry for this Razorback team. Now, Mr. Reed, were you quoting numbers through 14 games, or were you quoting numbers through two SEC games? Ooh. Great question. Now, see, you put me on the spot, so the, I'll always... The two SEC games were awful, so, you know. And the thing about it is, if you get 15 uh, more shots, can they, like, be two of them be threes and the rest of them not? <laughs> <laughs> hey, layups. Now, Mr. Reed, if I can, can I tell you yes, the difference between uh, the... Season statistics and the SEC only statistics. Please, I'll, I'll just give you. Please. I'll just give you the meat. Well, this is going to be real fun. Okay. The yeah. meat is <laughs> through fourteen games. Arkansas is averaging seventy nine point one, and they are lying seventy six point eight. In the two SEC games, Arkansas is scoring fifty eight point five. Mm. Allowing seventy nine point five. By my not Rick Schaefer mathematics, that's twenty one. That's minus twenty one on yeah, the losing end. And then when you start talking about those field goal numbers you were talking about, okay, regular season forty six percent field goal. Oh, SEC. Thirty-six percent. I mean, the numbers are pitiful when you come to yeah, SEC play only, bad. and that's the competition they're playing against now. It is, it is. It, but I, I don't think it could get much worse. Do you guys? No, like, uh, don't really, ever say it that. Always get worse. <laughs> we have well, learned. We worse. have learned. We never make that statement. Uh, agree. It should. Based on it the way, shouldn't get worse. Right. <laughs> Because we've seen this team play at a much higher level. I just don't think that continues. Now, they have to make some changes, but uh, both these teams are 0-2 coming into – it's too early to say must win, but let's say this. Both teams will be fighting it out, and this Arkansas Razorback team cannot start, Rick, uh, behind six points in the first – 45 well, seconds they of can. the game. Not coming they need not, you need to say they need not to because they're, they're capable. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, by the way, Arkansas has only been outscored in the first half, 71 to 54. Then the second half, I'm not sure much better, 88 to 63. So, yeah. They were better against mm. Georgia. They were even. They should have won by two if they hadn't. Uh, I don't think they need to, to uh, fall behind because they haven't shown the ability to recover. Thanks, Bart. Year in style and comfort with a 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 T 